Happy Monday! After Easter, most people are home. I shouldn't say most people. I was I actually didn't even know if we had a vacation or a holiday today. Um, all the kids have off from school, but uh, we are here working, and uh, we'd be working anyway. So, um, guys, thanks so much for joining me on a, well, we're calling these the Mark Monday Mac podcast. Uh, kind of a little solo rip for you, and I get asked questions all week long, so I'm here answering those. So basically, these are some of my most uh, my most asked questions, and uh, I guess uh, we had an email go out uh, on Saturday on how to get into commercial real estate investing. Basically, everything you needed to know to kind of get into the game. And if you're not in the real estate game, I suggest you do and refer. So if you are interested in that email, um, I believe Substack is the newsletter platform, but you can find it on my LinkedIn. Uh, you can go and subscribe there as well as, um, I think you can, uh, uh, you know what, go to my LinkedIn. That's the best spot to probably find me right now. And that's the best spot you can find all the material that I give away for free. I'm just doing all this for free for you guys. Just trying to people that have questions. I just try to provide answers and, and more value to so I can just give you all the hacks instead of, you know, getting through things quickly instead of trying to learn everything yourself. So here's, uh, and, and what we're going to talk about today is how to get into real estate investing yourself or how we do it at Mac Capital. I'm actually going to break down a little bit on how we work. Um, so if you were curious on how we're making money doing these deals with you, um, why we're raising other people's money, uh, we're going to talk about all that in this podcast. So I'm going to run through this pretty quickly, but um, I have a webinar going on and how you can get into real estate investing as well on April 18th. You can, again, go to my LinkedIn page, subscribe to that, or uh, uh, DM me the word webinar, and I can reach out to you and get you into that, uh, get into that webinar so you can learn more about this space and why the wealthy invest into real estate. Because if you're not, if you're interested in real estate, haven't done it, can't take quite the first step, guys, make sure you're at that webinar I'm going to teach you all the things you need to know about real estate, what you have to know, and why why the wealthy own real estate, right? There's so many benefits, and we will go through all those in the webinar. I'm not going to do them all right here. So, But I always get one misconception in real estate, and that misconception is investing is passive. You just buy a rental, and miraculously, it just provides cash flow to your bank account. This is not true, and this is so far from the truth that I want everyone to understand. And, and while it can be true in some instances, if you're going to do this yourself, it's very likely not going to be the case. And in some cases, if you're not educated in real estate, you may find that real, real estate investing is just not for you, and you may have a bad experience and never do it again. So if I'm going to tell anybody like, Thank you for tuning in, but you have to understand there's benefits to this. Um, you don't want to get the 3 a.m. morning calls. You don't want to fix leaky toilets. You do not want tenants calling you. Um, and it, it's, it's just so far from passive. <laughs> You're going to learn a lot if you think it's completely passive. So, um, But I'm going I'm to tell you at the end of this how you can do it passively. There is a way to do it. That's an experience I provide at Mac Capital and why I raise money for our real estate projects um, so people can passively invest. They don't want to hear the headaches. They don't want to deal with the mess. They just want to check. They just want to know their money is growing in real estate 
um, hammering down on this inflationary time that we're in. So, um, guys, the uh, real estate investing in itself can be very fun. It can also be very risky, right? Like to some people thinking about going to take out a half million dollar loan um, on a maybe a $600,000 asset can be just like, we're not taught that. Dave Ramsey's like zero debt. And it's like, if that's the game you're playing, real estate is not your game. You need to get with somebody that knows what they're doing and knows how to take calculated risk because real estate, you have to be able to leverage your money. And leveraging your money can be the most most beneficiary tool to you that you will ever figure out. So when you leverage your money, let's just think about a $600,000 asset. Um, you know, you're probably going to have to come with 25% of it down or let's just say a third because that's probably where things are at right now. You're just having to use more cash to close a project. So say in a $400,000, uh, in a $600,000 deal, you're going to have to take $200,000 of your own cash to buy that 400, you know, and leverage the other 400,000 to come up with the $600,000 purchase price. So when you do that though, you got to remember with using leverage, like this is how you got to convert your mind. You're like, okay, when the $600,000 asset goes up in value at three, five, six, whatever percent you want to hear, usually it keeps up with inflation or just, just over. So if that, that asset goes up by, let's just say inflation, it goes up by 6%. And I'm going to, I'm going to do some math here using the old TI 83 plus. So that's $36,000 a year. So that asset, not your cash, right? Like, cause the total asset's going to appreciate in value, not just your cash. So why this is such a useful tool and why using leverage is such a great tool is that think about your cash, your 200,000. Now that at 6% is only 12,000. So you get three times the leverage, right? You're gaining all the tools, all the, you're gaining the appreciation on the total value, not just the amount of money that you have into the deal. And that's so important for people to understand. That's how people keep their money ahead of inflation or at least at pace with it. And so when you're gaining 36,000, you do the math, that's like gaining 18% right out of the get-go because you times it by three. You're, you're leveraging the bank on the other piece of it. So you're actually gaining $36,000 on your $200,000 asset, which can be a return of, we'll do the math, 18%. So I had the math right. I just wanted to make sure. And so you have to understand that about leverage. You're going to have to use leverage in a commercial real estate deal. So leverage is the most important tool to understand, but even bigger than that is the tax benefits. And so the tax benefits can be anything from paying, uh, you know, you get to write off the interest on the loan that you get to take, the leverage from the loan, right? And then you get to also, you get to depreciate an appreciating asset. This is like the glory of all glories because you're taking a paper loss on paper saying you lost money in this real estate deal, but actually you're making money. So it's... <laughs> Where in life, where anywhere in the world can you write off, depreciate, an appreciating asset? Not many places, right? Like so, um, real estate is a useful tool, and that is the main reason I would say to invest in real estate is leverage and tax benefits. You get exposed to a lot more property, a lot more asset value, 
and you'll be able to reap the benefits to help grow your wealth much faster than just saying cash flow is like that's just the bystander after everything like you will get that but it may never not be right away it just might not be the biggest thing is getting an equity position and not just having a uh you know not having a piece of equity somehow equity is where wealth is built it's not in just the pure cash flow like you're not building anything then Cash flow might be very minimal for a few years, especially in times like these. So how can you, instead of taking out all them problems yourself on leverage and um, worrying about appreciation and worrying about everything, how can you invest in real estate and still re- re- reward yourself with all the benefits? Well, that's what we do at Mac Capital. And I'm not pitching this, guys. I'm just telling you, like, real estate syndication is a is a really cool way for a person that's too busy to invest in real estate and still wants all the benefits or for the, you know, maybe the high net worth individual that just doesn't want to deal with the problems of real estate, right? Like the syndication company will deal with all the problems. And so as a syndicator, what we do, we find deals to invest in that are worthy for us to bring to investors. Um, we ask other, other investors to participate basically in the project. If they want, you don't have to, we may have a slew of five projects. You don't have to invest in them all. You can just invest in the ones that you like. And, uh, maybe you like storage, you invest in our storage deals. Maybe you like multifamily, then you just go in the multifamily deals. Maybe you like industrial. Well, I don't do any industrial right now. So, um, I wouldn't be your syndicator. You might find another guy. There's lots of good operators out there and, if you have a really good operator, you can maximize these properties in the cash flow and the benefit benefits from them. So it's very important to, to make sure that you find an operator that you can trust, find an operator that knows, you know, is talking about this 24-7. They know the space through and through. They, they don't know where the economy is going, but they have really good ideas and they keep up with things like inflation, things like where, where's the market's hot, where are the jobs going? What is happening in that current market that they're looking in or this property's in? So, guys, those are some of the things that we do on a day-to-day basis. And we, as a real estate syndicator like Matt Capital, we basically manage everything. Everything from finding the deal to doing the due diligence on the deal, making sure everything looks correct. We find the financing for the deal. We close the deal. We typically even sign on the note as the guarantor for the for the deal, and we freaking distribute the funds to you in the form of a K one. So literally, you put your money in, you get everything to a K one, and and you get to reap all the tax benefits of that real estate. So it's like you doing a real estate deal, but having to deal with nothing of its going, nothing what's going on in the deal. It's like when I grow up, I'm going to be a limited investor or a limited passive investor in a real estate deal. Like that's what I want to be when I grow up. That's what everyone should want to be when they grow up. They basically use their money, they put it into a deal, they get to reap all the benefits of it and not deal with any of the problems. That is pretty freaking cool. Um, and that's what that's what keeps me going every day and that's what keeps me motivated. Um, so a little bit different than obviously owning the deal. Like everyone thinks they got to go out and do this by themselves. Like it's such a misconception. Like you probably aren't going to operate it. Like you probably just don't know what we know from operating deals, right? Like 
You do not have to do this yourself. Real estate is a partner game. If you're doing real estate by yourself, there's no reason to be doing it. You are you are for sure weak at something. And whether it's finding deals or whether it's operating the deal or if it's whatever part of the deal that you don't like or you're not good at, you should have a partner that's really good in that space. So in real estate syndications, we have lots of good partners. We even vet our LP partners. We're not just going to take anybody's money. Like you have to know our vision and you have to like our vision before we're even going to let you in the deal. Because uh, our partners, we want to have a visions align, right? Like if we, we want storage deals and you love storage deals because of how passive it is and how great the tax benefits are, we want you on our team. But we don't want the guy calling us every every day or we don't want, like, you know, there's just, there's investors that are, aren't worth having, right? Like I don't want to be partners with that guy. I want, I want me to trust them I want, I want, I want to trust them when I bring them a deal, and I want them to trust me to operate the deal. That's how a perfect, perfect partnership goes because we know what each partner is expected of, and so I, that's what we do at Mac Capital. We vet, we vet our LPs, so you're not just going to get into our deals. You have to be vetted um, by our investor relations team. We got Brian, um, and make sure, and you have to understand what we invest in to like what we do. So. Um, so guys, there's two partners in a, in a syndication. There's a GP and an LP. Basically a GP is basically that they operate the deal. They do everything we're doing, right? And then there's an LP. They just have cash investments and they get paid out uh, as dividends and K1s. And so the real big difference though, is that the cash investor is always king to us, right? Like you got to pay like on a property. Say we take down a storage property. Well, you got to pay a loan on the property because we're leveraging it for, for important reasons. And then in the capital stack, you pay your mortgage first, right? You pay the mortgage. And then in the next piece right above that, that's where the LPs or the cash investors get paid before the GP gets paid anything. He's the last to get paid on the tiers. The only way that we get paid in these deals is if they perform the way that we told told you that they perform. So let's say that this storage deal was um, a 7% preferred return. That means if you got to pay the debt, and then that means the LPs get paid 7% on their money every year, cumulative. So if we miss it, say this year, we only get five, that means they get nine the next year. They get to catch up and it just keeps cum- cumulating until you either exit the property or you have a refinance event, but they're earning 7% preferred before the GP would get paid a freaking dollar. So it's just that the GPs have, you have to have alignment of interest, right? As a GP, we're looking to outperform our model that you invested in. And if we can make it outperform, then we get a nibble and we get a piece of the deal from the cash flow or the distributions. But unless that deal performs, us as the GP don't make any money in the deal. So any deals we're doing right now, literally, we're just playing the long game. We get paid in 10 years. We get paid in five years. Whenever we look to exit these properties or refinance them, we might get paid if we perform the way we did. So literally, if we don't perform, we don't get paid anything. (laughs) And well, hey, how do you do that? Well, how are you operating all these deals and not get paid a dollar? Guys, I'm not banking on this being a short-term game for me. This is my long-term game as an operator. 
I don't want to make, I don't need to feed the deal to death to make a dollar here and dollar there. I'm looking to just make money in the long-term vision and operate these projects. My dream one day is to hopefully be on the cash side and just be the LP. And that may roll into say, I actually put my own cash in each one of these deals right beside you. So I'm an LP as well as a GP in all my deals. And I think that, again, just aligns my interest. If I'm willing to lay my money on the line, I want these properties to perform. Like that is my sole goal as an operator. So again, I'm a GP and then every other investor would be an LP. Um, So you have to understand the differences, but there is significant upside to being a LP. Um, What do those stand for? GP, general partner is a GP. And a limited partner would be a limited passive type investor, basically just cash investor. Good question, Jen. Is there any other questions? All right. Um, and, and there's some qualifications to hit like the LP standard. You need to be something called an accredited investor. And while, what does that mean? Well, to get an accreditation from the government, basically, you need to earn more than $200,000 as a single or $300,000 as, you know, married. You need to earn that per year. You also, you also, not a choice, you also have to have $1 million net worth. And here's the key, excluding your primary residence. Because remember, as investors, your primary residence is nothing but a liability. It has no chance of making a revenue. So that's why I tell people buying homes is junk. If you're going to be an investor, just rent something. Like that is not where you're going to build net worth is not your home. So even the government sees it as a liability and that should tell you something. So having net worth of a million dollars and you got to make at least 200,000 single and 300,000 um, married and excluding your primary residence. So those are all have to be combined. Um, and, uh, you know, the benefits, of course, as an LP, you get lots of benefits. Do you, and I often, often get asked, you know, hey, do I have to be an accredited? You don't have to be accredited to invest in deals. But here's what you absolutely should have. You should make sure that you get on our webinar because we're going to educate you all the way from being a, just a, like, you know, they're basically going to call you an unaccredited investor. That's how you are known as a G as a GP is just unaccredited investor. Okay. How do we get that unaccredited investor to a sophisticated investor? Because you can do that as well. That just means that you have education in the real estate space and that you and I have talked before, right? Like even if you're an LP that's unaccredited, you and I have to have an outstanding relationship before you can ever invest in one of our deals. But our goal at Mac Capital is to make sure that I turn you from an unaccredited investor to an to a sophisticated investor until you hit that uh, that accredited profile, right? Then then the options are endless. So as long as I can as long as I can convert you from unaccredited to sophisticated, and we talk, we have some conversations how we can help build net worth for you, guys. We can still work together. So it's not like this is a one and done deal. Um, and most of the people that I'm talking to here are unaccredited. Remember, there's only 1% of people on this earth that are freaking accredited. So <laughs> let's keep it, you know, everyone from the worlds of uh, unaccredited land, you still have a shot here. It's just, we have to create, we have to do a little more legwork. We have to work together. We have to kind of tell you like, hey, 
This is what we've learned. I want to educate you through the entire space of real estate and how why it's so important for building wealth. Because I believe, I don't know why the government makes it so freaking hard for un, the small guy, again, to get into a deal. But you can go buy a crypto deal tomorrow, and guess what? You can lose it all. And uh, there's nothing gone there. So I don't, I don't understand why you can't go invest in real estate and you have to be, you know, we, we want you educated in the space, but you can go buy an asset that's backed with nothing called crypto and you can freaking lose all your money tomorrow. You know, maybe Jen can speak to that, but, <laughs> but we've, we've all lost money in Dogecoin. Like, yeah. And it's just like, it's unfair. And, and I, I don't know why, but Again, the small guy gets freaking screwed in these deals and it drives me absolutely nuts. And for that very reason, I created Mac Capital because I didn't want the small guy not taking the benefits of real estate because the slew of benefits you get in real estate are like, no, the other asset classes don't even freaking compare. Like no matter what you're getting as cash flow or uh, from your stock dividends, you're paying taxes on all that. Where in real estate, you're literally taking all these tax advantages that just come with the asset. There's a reason like freaking Donald Trump only pays $750 a year in tax. The guy makes, you know, millions, if not billions of dollars, right? Like he's just working the system that the government wrote for him. It's not that he's doing anything outside the norm. So guys, if you want to convert yourself from an unaccredited investor to a sophisticated investor, that probably is your two main Google searches today. It should be. And you should be there on our webinar on the 18th. Go to my LinkedIn profile. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter because I'm providing more and more knowledge about why you need to be investing in real estate. And I know it can be a boring topic, but it can also change your life like it has done mine. Guys, I started out in concrete where I literally had nothing, right? Like all I knew was how to do concrete work and some construction work. Well, life doesn't look very promising to most um, I was told that, hey, got to finish high school, got to go through college, um, and and you know what, then get a career, climb your ladder, hopefully get paid more at my job. You don't have to do that, right? Like, if you're an entrepreneur like you are, I am, you are risk adverse, meaning you're willing to take a, you're willing to take a bet on yourself to throw it all on the line, whether you go back to zero or not. And I feel like every freaking year I go, I'm literally throwing everything on the line to try to build companies and try to do better and better things. And you guys can do this too, and you do not need to take the risks that I've taken, but I have built a platform now with Mac Capital on how you can do this yourself without doing everything yourself. And guys, even I'm willing to partner up with deals with you guys. If you guys have the right deals, like if it's, if it's in the multifamily or the storage space, reach out to me. I pay finders fees for deals. I partner with you guys on deals. Like I'm, I literally have a construction company that develops deals locally. And if you guys want to build your own deal because you can't find anything and nothing makes sense, so do I. I'm doing the same thing right now. So if you have a lead on some land or if you have someone to partner up with, guys, talk to us. I want to, I want to grow my portfolio as well, but I'm willing to partner up with any of you. Um, you know, throw me the deal on LinkedIn, DM me on Instagram. Guys, you can email me at mark with a C at maccapitalgf.com. Um, there's lots of ways to find me and I'm trying to provide more and more value each and every week. Guys, if you have any questions on this, please hit me up. I will be available on oh, the next Monday. I'll try to answer as many questions as I have, but this one, I wanted to do Mac Capital because everyone asked me, well, how are you, how are you making money in this? Why are you, why are you doing it? 
Um, guys, and so hopefully we listen to this. A lot of information there. So there is a question on here too. Yeah, yeah. How got much, a question. How much minimum would cash investor need to bring to the table? Yeah, so most minimums that we have, I've done 25K. Um, and that is like the true minimum. Um, most of our deals now are 50 grand. Uh, mainly from inflation. Probably two years ago, twenty-five grand was enough. But um, you know, the new uh, uh, fifty thousand dollars has been our minimum, which can get a little tricky for some unaccredited investors. But you know, you can invest. I, you know, paying off your house early is not necessarily the key. Like I said, the government sees it as a liability anyway. Um, and I tell people to get into real estate investments. Find where you have equity, um, and. Even if you have a, I just learned this last week at WealthCon, you can convert your freaking 401k into a self-directed IRA. And there's like $1.4 trillion of people that just left like blank 401ks. Like, you know, when you move jobs, you kind of get a new 401k plan. Well, if you don't roll it over properly, people just abandon six, eight thousands of dollars sitting in the $1.4 trillion in just unclaimed money that the government's hoping that you miss. So they can hopefully lower that. <laughs> so, I mean, there's so many ways that you can get access to money, but you got to think like in a real estate investment, 15% is a bad return, you know, over the whole course of its investment. That's like a basic average return. In the stock market, you're getting six, 7%. High yield savings account, you're going to get 4%. You're going to pay tax on that money too. So guys, 401k is not the way to retire. I will preach and preach that again. That was never used as a main source of retirement. Now, many people did use it as that, but it will not be the case going forward. You need to either diversify if you're in a 401k into real estate or freaking do like I did. I just freaking closed it all out and I went all into real estate and I'm so glad I did that five years ago. Um, so guys, I appreciate y'all. We will see you in the next one um, next Monday noon. We'll get her going. See you guys.